Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rando Rob. My name is Rob, and on this show, I pick random items from the vast collection of things I own. Some of them are very, very old. Some of them are very, very new, and I show them to you and tell stories about how I acquired them uh, and memories that those things evoke. Uh, this uh, was originally a show for my Patreon supporters, and now I have unleashed it upon the general public. So uh, I am posting new episodes of Rando Rob every Monday and throwback and retro uh, episodes of Rando Rob every Tuesday through Friday. You can get those from my main podcast feed. You can get those from their own podcast feed. If you love listening to these, you can get them on their own feed it is on itunes just search for rando rob that's two words rando like random rando rob uh, you can also find the feed on my podcast page which is podcast.robohara.com or you can watch the videos on youtube which is at youtube.com forward slash rob o'hara that's my name and there is a playlist just for the rando rob videos just remember that they are numbered sequentially in the order that I record and release them. So uh, for the old episodes, we are up to episode number eight that I have posted. And this is, um, gosh, I think episode 89, perhaps. And so eventually, if I do this long enough, those numbers will meet in the middle. <laughs> Although the old ones that I'm posting one a day will catch up to uh, the new ones that I'm posting. So anyway, with all that uh, out of the way, first of all, uh, I hope everyone out there is having a happy holiday season. I would say Merry Christmas. Uh, I, I'm so confused <laughs> as to when people say, well, you shouldn't say uh, Merry Christmas, but I am wishing, uh, a Merry Christmas to everyone else. Um, if you are offended and you would prefer that I say happy holidays, then happy holidays. Um, if this is, um, you like seasons greetings, then seasons greetings. Well, you can just change whatever comes out of my mouth and interpret it as a general wishing of good faith. Uh, good spirits, good uh, vibes and wishes from me to you. Uh, I, I uh, now I didn't know anybody who actually celebrated Kwanzaa, but I had a coworker mention that they celebrate Kwanzaa instead of Christmas, which I think is very uh, interesting. I don't know uh, much about the actual uh, celebration of Kwanzaa, but I would like to learn more about that. And, um, there are not a lot of Jewish people in Oklahoma. So like growing up, I didn't know any people who celebrated Hanukkah. And of course, being online now, I know lots of people who celebrate Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. <laughs> if you're one of the people who celebrate Hanukkah, but no, it turns out in the, uh, in Oklahoma, uh, there's a lot of, uh, Baptists and Southern Baptists and a lot of Methodists and some Catholics. And, uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's a, I don't know. What the heck am I talking about? I'm not a religious religion expert. I'm just a guy who likes to say ho, ho, ho and, and eat candy canes and, Celebrate the holidays by watching a million uh, holiday specials 
and uh, celebrating Christmas traditions. Uh, it was a uh, uh, interesting year this year. My kids are 17 and 21, and um, I can feel each year a little bit more. I can feel the old traditions slipping away. Uh, for many years, uh, I, I um, <clears throat> we, we made these plans where we would say, you know, it's 6 a.m. We're going to get everybody up at 6 a.m. If the kids get up before 6 a.m., they're not allowed out of their rooms. But at 6 a.m., we will kick off Christmas morning. Uh, the kids will come out of their rooms. I will have the video camera set up. I'll record them coming out see their initial reaction when they see the gifts that Santa left. We'll record all of Christmas. And it's all uh, literally a carbon copy of how I celebrated Christmas uh, as a child. And so this was um, uh, not the first year, but definitely a year that I woke up at 5.30 in the morning. And then at 8, I had to go around and wake everybody else up. So I spent two and a half hours watching Christmas movies and, and just waiting for everybody to wake up. Um, and, and we had all agreed the night before, like, hey, we're going to do stuff at 8. But I thought maybe they would get up earlier than that, but no. Um, so, yeah, just... It, it uh, you you can feel uh when the kids get older, and you can feel that um, uh things are changing, have changed, and will continue to change. You know, so uh, I I think the the one takeaway for me this year is that you have to make your own um Christmas holiday spirit. You have to. You can't uh. If you're the type of person like I am that gets uh, joy from other people's joy, you can't always do that. You can't count on that, you know. And so um, partially what, you know, like uh, I was just talking to my wife and I was saying, you know, part of what I enjoy about Christmas is sitting down to watch those Christmas specials and having everybody come around and watch them with me. Like all of us watch it. You know, it's the same thing about Thanksgiving. Uh, I always liked the whole family to watch the parade. And now mostly I'm the only person uh, that watches the parade. And it's been that way for the, at least for the parade for 10 years, you know? So um, it's kind of the same thing about like the Christmas specials. Like you get your joy from other people doing that. And, and at some point you have to adapt that and you have to say, well, my joy comes from watching the specials and having the memories and things like that. Um, because if, if that's not what makes other people happy, you know, it's really what the holidays is about is making everybody else miserable. <laughs> All right. By the way, I'm wearing my uh, Santa's helper shirt, which I've been wearing for like three days. I think this is day three. I got to go change shirts. Uh, I definitely wore it. Uh, I put it on for our Christmas Eve party and then had it on all day Christmas. And today's the day after Christmas. So technically this is the third day. I got to go change shirts. Um for those of you that can't, that are listening to the audio and can't see the shirt, it says Santa, it's a gray t-shirt, it says Santa's helper, and in between the words, it has a giant mug of beer. And, uh, yeah, it's been Santa's helper this year for sure. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this episode's item for Rando Rob. This is uh, a brand new item that I got yesterday. Uh, I got it for Christmas. This item has been on my uh, want list for about a year. 
It has been sold out. It has been difficult to find. Scalpers did get some of these and put them on eBay and doubled the price, which I just wouldn't pay because the original price is borderline too much uh, to pay. But this is the M90. I believe this is the mini. Uh, it is the mini uh, boombox that was made by, I wrote it down here, New Wave Toys. So let's pull this over here and show this thing on air. <clears throat> this is, uh, first of all, if you are a child of the 80s, um, depending on, uh, you, you may have had a specific boombox or model of boombox that you remember. Uh, this particular model, uh, it, was, it was made in Japan there's a Japanese version, but then there is a United States version, which I believe was released by JVC. So I think JVC uh, made the the original um, M90 boombox. So this particular boombox was pretty iconic. Now, for me as a kid, I don't have a specific um, attachment to this specific model of boombox. I probably had a friend who owned one of these. Uh, I definitely had boomboxes. I had one for a really, really long time, but it wasn't this uh, specific model. So to me, the fact that it looks like a very specific model, I appreciate uh, the work and uh, the research and the, the attention to detail to make this look exactly like the original M90 boombox, but that's not really the reason I was interested in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, to me, if it had been the M91 or the M95, it wouldn't have bothered me the slightest. Uh, I was interested more in the features and also just in the general nostalgic uh, feeling, you know, that it evokes for me just from being a boombox from uh, that era from the uh, 1980s. So uh, this is not going to be a full detailed review of the uh, M90 mini boombox, but I'm, I am going to talk about it and I'm, I will occasionally hold it up here uh, from time to time. So first of all, if you're looking at it, you're going to say, well, that looks a little small. This is a, I believe, 60% uh, scaled down model of the original um, M90 boombox. So this is a much smaller version um, of the of the original uh, with much newer guts. Uh, obviously, that's that's one of the big selling points along with the uh, the nostalgia factor. So because this is uh, scaled down, not everything on this works. There are a lot of little switches and uh, little tiny buttons and things on here that were uh, from the original that don't really like there's all these uh, sliders that switch up and down. They don't really move. They don't they don't do anything. Um, but the important knobs on here do work. That's the bass knob, uh, the treble knob. There is a fade left and right stereo knob. And then, of course, uh, the volume. So all of those work. Uh, this is also along with, uh, being a, a modern, I guess you'd almost call it a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, but along with that, it's also an AM FM radio. Now, I think for most people, that's not really that important. Uh, I don't 
listen to uh, AM FM radio hardly at all. The only time I really listen to it is when I'm in my car uh, because my Bluetooth has not synced up. <laughs> and on the rare occasion that we're on a road trip and I want to listen to the radio, I normally open up either the iHeartRadio app or I have another radio app and I can listen to like Oklahoma City radio stations when I'm driving and on the road, it goes through my phone to the Bluetooth uh, to the car. Um, but one of the things I have been thinking about is the drive-in. Now, we have a local drive-in. It's still open. Uh, actually, it's closed for the season now. It closes uh, the week of Christmas, and it won't open until the spring. Um, but if you go to a drive-in, you know that they have those little terrible... Uh, actually, our drive-in doesn't even have the, the speakers anymore. You're just supposed to use your uh, car stereo. Um but I don't know. It just doesn't sound as good on the car stereo. And when I was a kid and we went to the drive-in, you could either use the little speaker that hung on your thing or they broadcast. And my dad would always bring uh, a, a radio like this and he would tune it to the station. And we would, you know, sit in the back of uh, his truck, his blazer and turn up the radio and you could really hear the music or the uh, movie really well. So uh, I'm thinking about in the spring, if I go to a drive-in, I'm going to take this little radio, um, which again is kind of just a glorified Bluetooth speaker that, that looks very retro and very vintage, but does have uh, AM FM radio uh, built in. You can see across the top there, there's the tuner and the tuning knob, and it's all, all uh, built in right there. Uh, so other than that, what does this do? Well, um, it is a, a Bluetooth uh, player. So you can, um, pair your, your phone with this and it becomes a Bluetooth stereo. I'm not going to play it just because I've seen other videos. I've watched other reviews where people played it and it didn't sound great. And in person, it sounds so good. It is the best, uh, sounding Bluetooth speaker I have ever owned. So I, for some reason, it just doesn't translate and playing, you know, uh, picking it up, you know, the audio from this through, through a, uh, um, through the microphone, but I'm going to tell you, I have a couple of boom boxes, uh, vintage boom boxes out in my workshop and they don't sound as good as this thing sounds. This thing really, really sounds good. It gets way louder than you would expect it to. And it is very, very crisp and good sound. I'm so pleased. Now, maybe, in my head, I'm remembering what cassette tapes sounded like. Uh, and so I'm thinking in my head, well, this sounds so much better because, uh, Bluetooth MP3s sound better than, um, <laughs> than a cassette tape, which is maybe that's true as well. But, uh, uh, it just sounds really, really good. Now, if you're not into Bluetooth, if you look on the rear of the unit, you will see some familiar, uh, ports, and so what you'll see is there's a three and a half inch uh, or three and a half millimeter uh, input right here. So it's an auxiliary input like you're familiar with. You could plug uh, uh, some other audio source into this. There is a micro SD slot where you can insert a micro SD card and uh, play music off of a micro SD. There is also a USB-A, the big USB port, where you can plug in a USB stick and it will play, this plays uh, FLAC files, this plays MP3 files, and it plays WAV files. Uh, there's also a USB-C port on here, and that is a very important port, and I want to talk about that next. 
the reason that is an important port is because this has a large rechargeable USB uh, powered, or not USB powered, but USB rechargeable battery. Uh, so the original, if you grew up in the 80s, you knew the bane of begging your parents for uh, C-cell or D-cell batteries and having to ask for 6 or 8 or 10 or 12, however many your, your boombox required. Uh, it, was, it was expensive. And then, uh, like I remember going on a, a field trip when I was in grade school and... Uh, having, you know, loading my boombox up with batteries and the radio didn't use as much, uh, battery, but the cassette player did. And I remember we went on this road trip, uh, for a school trip. And on the way back, the cassette was already starting to play more slowly. Like it was slowing down. So, uh, I mean, you could eat up a set of batteries over a couple of days. So they do sell there. This is not the only brand of, uh, retro influence, retro styled boombox, like modern boomboxes. Ion has one that actually plays cassette tapes. Um, and it, it has a feature where you can output the cassette tapes to MP3, which sounds pretty handy, but I've heard that the conversion is not very good. In fact, I think it converts to 128, uh, what is it? 128k, uh, kilobytes for uh the the quality of the mp3s and that's non-negotiable you can't change the settings so in today's world i mean that's acceptable but that's pretty low um in, in for people that that really listen to audio uh so you know if, if that's an important feature then then you could use that right um and uh, there are other retro-styled ones that are bigger, and, and uh, but all of them tend to use batteries. They're not rechargeable. This thing, I think it says you can, it'll hold a charge for like 30 or 40 days. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how long this thing will last uh, on battery power. I got it yesterday, opened the box, and it was charged up to about 50%, I think, Um and we've been listening to it off and on yesterday and today, and, and it hasn't even really changed. I mean, I haven't been listening to it a lot, but but uh, um, I, it's just pretty amazing. The So I don't want to have to – I want to use this out of my workshop. I want to use this eventually in my van uh, if I go you know, on a trip and uh, want to listen to music or something like that. I can sync up my phone. I don't want to have to take a thing of <laughs> – hundred cassettes or whatever. I just want to be able to listen to music on my phone or stream something. Uh, this thing, this will do that. And so uh, I just think that's, that's the neatest thing. Now, uh, as I'm holding it back up, one of the things you will see here is there is a built-in cassette deck, but of course this thing, I mean, I'm, I'm holding it close, so it, it may be hard to see the uh, scale, but when I hold it back towards my head, you can see it's, it's much smaller than, than you would think. And that cassette tape deck, uh, is very small. And so, uh, you think, well, that thing must just be there for looks and it is mostly there for looks. But one thing that's really neat about it now, I will say on my unit, the one that I got, uh, the door, the door is supposed to open on these and it does, but mine is getting stuck for some reason. So, uh, I may have to take this thing apart a little bit. I can, it kind of binds on one side is the problem. Uh, so I may not be able to, to open this, but, um, 
uh, I thought maybe there was a sticker that was over the side that, that's keeping it stuck. I don't know. Uh, you can definitely hear, I can, it snaps back, like after I do the eject button, uh, then I can, when you press it back in, it is snapping back in, so it's just like the lip is hanging on something. I don't know, it's kind of, uh, kind of weird, but... Uh, but I can tell you that I would, I've never opened this, so it doesn't, I mean, the only time you would open this is when you're showing it to somebody like I'm trying to do right now, uh, and you would be like, oh, that thing opens, you know, and you go, yep, there you go, and you go, well, it's supposed to, uh, but anyway, so they went all out, uh, now, I'm gonna throw this here in the middle, this retails right now for $160, it's pretty high, uh, and you could get a good uh, Bluetooth speaker for for twenty dollars. Uh, I mean, a real a pretty good one, right? Uh, so you have to really, really, really want this form factor. Um, now, I looked up earlier uh, today on eBay. There's one right now for sale. Um, it's this exact one, and it's uh, buy it now for two eighty nine on eBay. Now, I know you're thinking just because it's listed at that price, people aren't buying them for that price, but I can tell you people are buying them at that price. Um, they have been so hard to get. This was originally released through a Kickstarter, um, and they sold out, and there's been a waiting list for like nine months. It's been really hard to get one of these. So I told my wife um, a long time ago that I really wanted one, and I was very specific. I said, I don't want one like this. I don't want a similar one. This is the one I want. I want this one. And I made that very clear. Um, and, uh, so she told, she told my dad and they came in stock. And so my dad got this for me, um, um for Christmas. Uh, but they're, 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 they've been super hard to find, you know? And so I love it. I really do love it. Now I want to show you a couple other things. Um, there's a battery compartment here in the back that, which is a scaled down exact replica of the battery compartment, uh, of the original. Now there's not batteries inside here. It is basically a hollow little case. And if you open it up, you can store one of two things in here. Uh, see if I can do this from the front side. Yep. There we go. I have stored a USB-C charging cable. Uh, so if I were to take this out somewhere uh, and it were getting low, I can plug this into the USB-C port, plug it into a USB adapter, and I can charge or recharge the device. Uh, but there's a second thing that could also be stored there. And uh, I'm going to show you a couple of things that came with it. And we'll talk about how interesting or useful I find each one of these things. Uh, I'm going to show you the first things first here. Uh, I showed you that there's a, um, I don't want to say working cassette deck, but I'm going to say opening cassette deck, except for mine doesn't open very well. But if you press the eject button, uh, it does the cool, slow opening uh, where you would normally put a cassette. But it, of course, this is a 60% scaled down model, so a normal cassette will not fit in there. Well, it comes with a 60% <laughs> scaled down cassette. Uh, this is non-functioning. It doesn't really do anything, but it is a real cassette uh, case. It's just very tiny. So you can see it opens just like a normal uh, cassette case does. And I thought, oh, the cassette, at first I thought the cassette doesn't come out. 
Um, but it just turns out that everything is wedged in there uh, pretty tightly. So inside there is, of course, the uh, the J cover, the piece of paper that's shaped like a letter J. There's a little tiny uh, set of label stickers where you could uh, put a sticker on the cassette tape and write, you know, the name of an album or something. And then here is the tiny cassette tape. <laughs> I've got it upside down here. But uh, there is the cassette tape. Again, non-functional, doesn't really do anything, but you can place it inside the boombox. So uh, th this is one of those things that's just an amazing touch. Like if you're the type of guy that would spend $160 on a miniature replica boombox that works, you're the type of guy that would appreciate a miniature cassette tape that goes into the boombox. <laughs> that's all I can say. Uh, I'm a grown man and I don't, try not to use the word adorable, uh, but this is adorable. I mean, it, it's just so nostalgic. It's very fun. Uh, I think a lot of people who would buy something like this might say, well, gosh, I haven't messed around with the cassette tapes. I have cassette tapes right across the room. So for me, it's not like I haven't seen one of these Memorex tapes. I have uh, Memorex tapes that look exactly like this uh, on the other side of the room. But uh, that's a fun thing. Uh, I do feel like there are a lot of things with this boombox, little accessories that would get lost very quickly. Uh, so I may have to find a, uh, oh, a little pouch or a corner of a drawer or something to keep uh, all these things that came with it. Second of all, let me show you this. Uh, these are, their replacement is not the right word. Uh, they are additional knobs. Uh, this is the front side, so you can see what the front of the knobs look like. They look like silver knobs. And the back side looks like silver knobs that have uh, hollow uh, holes in the middle of them. And so they're not replacements because replacement implies that you would remove the old knob and uh, replace them with a new knob. But uh, the way that they or what they're intended for is these... Uh, the most common uh, little twisty knobs on here, which is the bass and treble and the uh, balance, left-right left, right, uh, balance. Uh, those knobs right there um, are pretty small. Now, I mean, they, they function and they work, but they're, they're small. They are definitely smaller than a pencil eraser, uh, maybe two-thirds the diameter of a pencil eraser. So these uh, additional knobs that, that the unit comes with will literally pop over the top of those knobs. They will just, they're like caps that go over those knobs and make them larger. Now, when you do that, um, they look larger. They don't look like they're in scale with all the other things, but it makes them easier to see and to use. So that's a personal decision. Personally, I don't fiddle with the bass and the treble. I turn the bass... I would say I turn the bass of the treble up to about eight <laughs> and leave it there. I find that it gives the treble like things like hi-hats and things like that. It gives it a real crisp sound, uh, which I like. And it turns the bass up to where uh, I can actually hear the bass. Otherwise, with the bass turned down, the speakers, any speakers sound kind of tinny. So I turn those and I'm never going to turn the left and right balance off of middle. So though, for me, those are kind of set it and forget it knobs. I'm not going to fiddle with those all the time. And even if I were there, certainly not too small to see and, and look at and adjust. Uh, so it, it's an interesting addition. It's just not something I think I'm going to use, but it's definitely something that I would want to keep. 
Now, this third thing here is interesting. Uh, on one end of it, you can see there is a, a, a 3.5 millimeter adapter, almost like a, you know, a small headphone adapter that would um, plug into the unit. And on the other side is a corded remote. Uh, and so uh, the options on here, you can uh, turn it on and off. You can change the mode, and the mode will flip you through all those different settings I talked about. AM, FM radio is a mode. Uh, Bluetooth is a mode. USB on the back is a mode. Uh, micro SD card is a mode. So you can cycle between uh, those different modes. Then there is a button for play and pause. <laughs> and you can hear they all have a little satisfying click to them. Uh, and then there's a, uh, a fast forward button or skip forward. And there is a go back a track button. Uh, the, the most simplest of controls that you would imagine would be on any, uh, phone based or Bluetooth based file based, um, a player. Now I thought, man, this is weird. Why, why would you include this? Because, uh, number one, if you're listening to files from your phone, you can control the files from your phone. If you want to skip a track, if you want to pause a track, if you want to uh, do any of that stuff, you can do that from your phone. Not not critical to have a wired remote, right? Second, those buttons are included right here on the front of the unit. Uh, and if we go over here where you can see those exact same buttons exist here. There is a, uh, a power button right there. Uh, actually, the power button's right there. There's a play button, there's a skip mode button, there's forward and backwards. So all those same buttons exist directly on the unit. There's just not a, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's not like the, you can't use the remote from, you know, 40 feet away. This cable is, uh, maybe this is a six foot cable, five foot cable, something like that. So it's not like you could, you know, be in another room or even on the other side of this room, you have to be, you know, pretty close. So I was a little confused why this wired remote was included. I looked up someone else's review of the M90 and discovered that the original M90 came with this exact remote, but unsurprisingly 60% larger, um, <clears throat> slightly different buttons, but it looks just like this remote. There's a red, uh, power button at the top of the remote. The other buttons are black. It's a silver remote and it was corded and it plugged into the front of the boom box. So that helps explain why it comes with this. Uh, so it, it is functional. It does plug into the front of the boom box. And if you want to control your music, uh, you know, if you're listening to something on your phone and you wanted to skip tracks <laughs> or pause the track. Uh, you can do that from this remote. Uh, I think they suggest that you could keep the, re the remote in that back uh, carrying, uh, you know, the, the fake <coughs> uh, battery compartment. Uh, I don't think that I will. I think 99% of the time I will be using this with my phone. That is my prediction. Uh, and so if I want to control the music or do anything like that from my phone or, you know, with phone audio, I would do it with my phone on the rare occasion that I would put music on this on a micro SD card or USB card. Like, let's say, uh, if you're having a holiday party and you want a boom box, you don't want to tie up your phone for hours and you just plugged in a USB stick full of Christmas music and hit play, then I would just press the play button right on the front of the unit 
and uh, and it would play. So I wouldn't need the remote for that either. So uh, the remote, <clears throat> the um, additional knobs, and probably the cassette. Uh, what I'll probably do is take the cassette out and put it in the in the tray when I pop the tray back open again, and then leave it in there. Um, but the the case and all that, I'll put all those things in a drawer somewhere and save them. But I just don't think those are the things that I would use on a day to day basis. What I can see is having this out in the garage or having it in the car and all of a sudden seeing that uh, the battery is low or something and needing to charge it. So I think the USB A to C cable uh, is a much smarter thing to carry with me uh, at all times. By the way, on the rear of the, of the unit here, I showed uh, these, the, ba the fake battery compartment. Uh, again, this is on the original, this is where the real batteries went, but on this one, it's just hollow storage. I showed those USB and, and different media ports and stuff, but I didn't point out that it has uh, actual working antenna, just like the original. They're just a little bit smaller, but they are folded up, but they do uh, work. I've actually, I've seen them work uh, on other people's, but uh, I haven't actually pulled these up and, and uh, retracted them but there you go so they're just do one there but uh, they go up and they are just like an original remote now that's when you get to the end it's very thin and boy as a kid i could see just pressing this closing this down the wrong way one time and bending that thing so uh i, I don't plan to use a lot use it a lot for radio reception um, but i did try the radio uh and um it worked fine with the antennas down just picking up some local stations so I'll probably just leave it like this. Uh, on the front, there is uh, some fake ports down here at the bottom. They're labeled mic one and mic two down here. Uh, and they're not, uh, on the original, you can plug in microphones and you can do like karaoke and stuff like that with the original M90. Uh, but what those are on this is a uh, an internal microphone. So you can use this uh, as a Bluetooth, like a, just like a normal Bluetooth speaker, and you could take phone calls. And um, the audio quality is eh, not great, but, it, you know, it's serviceable. Um, so definitely if you're listening to music and you get a phone call on your phone, you could pick it up, answer it, and you can, uh, it almost feels like a Maxwell Smart thing where you're like, hello, hello, I'm talking into my radio. <laughs> and people could actually, you could have a conversation and, and listen uh, through the speakers. Um, maybe uh, the next time I go to a morning restaurant and there's a kid there on his iPad who's playing a game, I'll just pull this radio out and put on some uh, 80s uh, breakdancing music or maybe some death metal and uh, turn it on and and uh, see how the little boogers enjoy that. <laughs> uh, I will see. Uh, I'll tell you one neat thing is when you, I'm going to say neat, but I might find this annoying at some point is when you turn it on and turn it off, it plays these very futuristic sounds. I'm going to just turn it on by holding on the power button for just a moment. So that was uh, it powering on plus there you go. There's your Bluetooth connection. Uh, sound. So now it's connected to my phone as well. And if we hold it, uh, if you um, uh, press the button to change modes, there's a different sound for each one of those. Mm -hmm. 
That's the radio mode sound. It goes on for a while. There's the, uh, let's press another one here. Uh, that's one of the inputs on the back. That's the other one. And then we're going to power down the unit. I'm going to hold down the power button here. Let's hold that down. And now the unit's off. Uh, I think those are kind of fun. Uh, I think they'd get annoying. <laughs> I think they would be annoying if you're trying to find the right input and you have to press that button and wait for that little sound. I don't know if you have to wait for it to sound or not, but um, I mean, it's nice that there is a audio uh, reminder of what uh, input you're on, even though I don't have the sounds associated with the inputs yet. So it doesn't really give me information. It's just, you know, making noise. Um, I would say that the biggest disappointment, I, I hate to say, use the word disappointment, um, but I'm going to turn this back on and, uh, with the, uh, unit turned on and uh, I believe it always defaults to uh, Bluetooth mode, uh, but with the unit on and on Bluetooth mode, as I show the front again, you'll see that there is no lights on at all. There's no, you, you can't tell that this item is on or off. There's no way to just. Look at it, there's no power button, right? Now I'm going to turn the volume down and I'm going to switch modes uh, over to the radio mode. Now you hear that cool radio mode sound, right? And um, I'm going to turn the knob here uh, just a little bit so we can tune in a FM station. And you can see just like a normal uh, radio boombox up there, there are now two LED lights. Uh, and boy, you just can't see those at all hardly on the on the webcam. But um, but there's a red uh, LED light. Let me turn that just a little. There we go. That's a little better. Uh, a red LED light that lights up. And then uh, as you turn the knob and you land on a FM station, uh, it does. By the way, there is a switch model for or a switch button, push button to switch it between AM and FM mode. Um, so I'm not I'll probably have more luck here with the uh, uh, with the antenna up, but uh, when when you do land on a radio station, uh, the second light comes on and says, "Okay, they're they're broadcasting in stereo," and it lights up uh, blue. And just head on there just for a second. So anyway, my point is is that. It's pretty cool that it lights up with these red and blue lights. You could tell that uh, your radio is on, and you could tell that you're you're tuned in to a, a radio station. So there we go. Now we've got the red and the blue lights uh, on there. If you could see that right there, uh, the the red one almost looks yellowish uh, for some reason, or I don't know. It's kind of weird, but anyway, re regardless, you can see that those lights are on. Um, but uh, there's no lights that are on when it's in Bluetooth mode or in any of the other modes. So I would have liked to have seen a turning off. Uh, I would like to have seen a just in general, like a power light, like a green power light on the front of the unit. Uh, I suppose with a Bluetooth speaker and something that runs off a battery, even something as small as a LED. I mean, it, it's, it's not free electricity. It has to, uh, you know, even, even as low as the LED light, uh, must be. But then again, I mean, 
with all these places for switches and knobs and stuff, you could put an on-off toggle uh, for the LED uh, toggle thing as well. So I, I just, I would that, that's the only thing that, I, to me, it's really missing. It's really missing the, um, like a green power button that when it turns on, that it would light up and you would go, okay, it's on now, you know. Uh, overall, I mean, the it's heavy. It's it's heavier than it looks than it, than you think it would be. It's it's heavier uh, than it looks like it's going to be. So, I mean, I do I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's one of those things that just brings me joy. Uh, again, you know, I had um, uh, my boombox when I was a kid that I got probably in second grade. Um, I, I just used it to death. I carried it around. I eventually broke the handle off of it and then I just had to lug it, you know, under my arm when I carried it around places. Um, but it, it had these same features. It had a cassette player and it had a radio. That was all I had. And, uh, I just used it to death. Eventually on mine, the, uh, the door that went over the cassette broke and, uh, it held the cassettes upside down and I had it on my headboard. So, uh, what would happen is, uh, I could play a tape like when I went to bed and then when it got to the end and hit stop, the tape would literally just fall out and fall on my bed. And I do remember a time or two of it falling and hitting me in the head, a cassette tape, just cassettes from heaven falling down. Uh, so like I said, it, it takes, um, a little bit of, uh, messing around with this. And, and I watched a couple of videos just to see which features are not, uh, uh, don't actually work. You know, like this whole row here of, a. There's a whole row for all the karaoke kind of stuff and, uh, none of those switches work and the knobs don't turn. So, um, but it, it's so interesting that the knobs that do work blend in so seamlessly with the other things. So it, it's not like it, it's not, it doesn't feel like they've just added a row of controls and you're, and they're like, Oh, by the way, these are the real controls, you know? Um, it, it's just, uh, uh, seamless integration with, with the normal things. Uh, I'm a little, like I said, I'm a little bummed out that the, uh, uh, cassette tape doesn't uh, eject quite as well as it should, but uh, that is um, probably just an issue with mine. And uh, again, with the uh, oh, you know what? It's opening now. It just hangs on this little corner. There we go. So at least I can show you this that uh, the uh, tape unit and, and the gears are all very, very new and very tight, but there's the uh, cassette tape. Uh, holder that's open right there and you can see that it is hollow inside uh, ready to receive your mini cassette tape which again non-functional but pretty cool there's also a sticker on the front of this that says big power that covers the cassette tape so you wouldn't be able to see the cassette tape and uh, for people that owned this particular model that that is a, a real sticker um, not a real sticker, but a real, um, replica of the original sticker. There was that sticker came on this thing that said big power. Um, so without, without removing that sticker, that mostly blocks where the cassette tape is. Um, I don't have any nostalgic attachment to the big power sticker. And so don't tell anybody, but I might peel that off, uh, to where you can see more of the cassette tape uh, behind here and then put the cassette tape in to me, that would make me feel, um, uh, more nostalgic. I will say that, uh, because it's all school, uh, uh, scaled down, the handle is pretty small. Now you, it's exactly the size of one hand. 
So you can see that I have all four fingers through the handle and you can carry this around, but it does it I mean it's metal. It just doesn't feel like it's gonna last forever. I hope it does. I'm I'm guessing it's metal hooked to metal that goes through, you know, this outside plastic thing. But I you know, I mean when we were kids we just lugged our boom boxes all around, you know, by the handle and stuff, and I'm a little hesitant to do that. But we have a swimming pool in our backyard. I could totally see putting this out there. Again, this thing is so loud and so clear. Uh, you know, you could have it in the backyard, you know, just like in the old days. Like uh, you have a pool party and you, and you put this thing back there and and um, have the music going and it would work perfectly. Uh, it, it's really overkill for inside the car. Like I said, for uh, I was thinking inside the van. Uh, you know, if we went camping or something, or I went on a trip and it's like, oh, it's late at night. I want to sleep and have my little radio on. And it could certainly do that. And um, I did not want something that I had to constantly put physical batteries in. I definitely wanted something that was rechargeable. This uh, meets all my expectations. Um, I, re I really, really, really uh, enjoy it. The only, I'm not going to say bad. Um, they do sell a micro version of this thing which is uh the the whole boombox is smaller than the size of the original cassette tape i mean it's this tiny little thing and um that to me is like a novelty stocking stuffer and i think those are like 60 dollars. that to me is just a complete ripoff uh i would i would i would not was not interested in that um and and surprisingly those have been in uh uh, in stock all along and, uh, just not interested, but this thing is just the right size. It's, it's hefty, you know, again, it's not, I don't think it's going to go sliding around. It does have like little additional rubber feet, uh, like these strips on the bottom that will keep it from, uh, sliding around. Uh, I just really can't say how much I enjoy this thing. <laughs> so, uh, not, I don't think this belongs to any um, actual collection. I do have a couple other boom boxes that I've bought. Over the past five years, I've bought two boom boxes. Uh, both of them said cassette uh, player untested, which how hard is it to is it to test a cassette player? But tested uh, cassette player untested means the cassette player doesn't work. And now you're going to be disassembling a thing and finding belts and trying, or, you know, if you can, or, or, you know, maybe something else, the gears are stripped or something, who knows? Um, but long story short, I have two, um, boom boxes out in my garage that I don't use because the cassette tapes don't work. And other than that, they're just radios, you know? So this completely replaces those. I will probably get rid of those at some point. Um, unless I just keep them for decoration and put this one in front of them or something, I don't know. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, this is more than, uh, something to put on a shelf and look at. This is something I'm actually going to be using quite a bit, uh, in the future. So I'm very, uh, uh, glad to have received it. Uh, again, it's pretty expensive, uh, for a, a Christmas gift or whatever, but, uh, I, I certainly, certainly do appreciate it. And, um, it's always good to receive a gift that uh, something that you've wanted and something that will will get some use. So uh, I hope you had a very good Christmas. I hope uh, you um, received things that you wanted. And even more than that, I hope that you gave gifts that uh, uh, people 
really appreciated that you put thought and time into. That's more important uh, to me these days. It's more important that the people like my gifts <laughs> than me liking uh, uh, the gifts that I get, which sounds weird, but uh, uh, it's, it really is for me about the giving this time of year. So uh, I hope uh, that you were surrounded by friends or family and uh, that uh, that you're not alone. That's a... a just one of the things that makes me sad thinking of people being alone on the holidays and stuff. I and mean, some people want to be alone on the holidays, but, uh, uh, if you don't want to be alone, then I hope, uh, you're able to, uh, well, blah, blah, blah. So blah, 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 Christmas. Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> I've been, I've been jabbing too long. Anyway, uh, thanks for making it all the way to the end of this, um, long winded Randall Rob, where I talked about the, uh, mini M90, Blaster is the name of it uh, by New Wave Toys. So um, I hope you enjoyed hearing about that. And stay tuned for the rest of the week for more throwback episodes of Rando Crop. Happy Holidays. I just messed up my own name. <laughs> it's Rando Rob. I call myself Crob. <laughs> Hi, my name's Crob. <laughs> One of my my parents were a crab and a lobster. They named me Crab. <laughs> God, I gotta get out of here. Happy holidays, everybody, and uh, uh, more old episodes coming later this week, and new episodes coming uh, at for now every Monday, and then we'll see what happens when we're done with all the old episodes. Take care, and uh, talk to you soon.